0: It's been a while since you've heard my voice at the start of an episode. It's Jenna here. Just letting you know that we're moving to a fortnightly release. That's bi-weekly to our American listeners. Worry not, we're still releasing content on those days for reflex save, but on those off weeks, we're releasing additional content to fill your ears with. This is because we're actually demolishing and rebuilding our house, which means we're without a studio. We do appreciate your patience with this. And we hope you look forward to the extra content that we've made for you. And with that, on with the show. I may die.
1: Probably gonna fall unconscious.
2: Lucky you got the best damn physician in this area to, to not let you die. And I'm, the fifty
0: first. I'm as pretty well. sure you are oh, the highest level cleric in
2: the day also. <laughs> I am. Also the lowest.
3: You don't know what you don't know what level Mshana's at.
0: Tell us. Twenty. Well, she can jump into the
3: ocean. If Michonne was twentieth level, she would literally be able to solve all the problems that have happened in
0: the day. Any twentieth
1: level character could probably solve all of the problems of the day. In the Dale,
3: yeah, specifically like the, this current adventure.
0: Perhaps she's just really lazy. <laughs> she could be
1: <laughs> the
3: Elminster problem. <laughs> well, speaking about being really lazy,
0: yeah. Do we
3: want to get to this week's episode of Reflex Save? I don't know if that's the best. <laughs> you <laughs> no, you're, yes, you're we're already segue. It's too okay, late. We're going
4: to take it. <laughs> we're going to take it.
3: We don't know if it's the best, but we're going to take it. Do you guys remember what happened last week? I'm falling. That is <laughs> that is the punctuation I'm point about what happened three, last week.
0: <laughs> um, we did a lot of things, and Zim is falling. We,
1: we, made, it from, from, is falling. we made it from a lighthouse island to a cove island. Mm. And. We was, did
2: some talking.
3: It was some deep, yeah. and meaningful yeah. things.
2: You went up to, you turned into a giant owl to have a look. Mm-hmm. And then. I, I got some ice thrown at me. You got some ice thrown at you because you were spotted on courtesy of a natural 20. You were spotted and. It didn't hurt. hurt. Well, knocked you out of an owl state. And but you, did break my concentration. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then you plummeted back to Earth as a kobold. And hmm. unfortunately,
3: uh, you could not give me a, a good enough argument that you wouldn't have been 200 feet in the air. So I remember I was remembering that episode, and I was, i asked you I was like, do you have any reason why you wouldn't be over 200 feet? And you're like,
2: no.
1: Oh. Pretty difficult to dispute. It. <laughs> right. it, I mean, it is, especially when I'm looking for something that's like <laughs> precisely, you know, above the size of a, of a Boeing 747. Like. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so that means that you—you uh, you know, a fortu- there's a fortunate silver lining here. Uh, there's a maximum amount of damage you can take from falling because of terminal velocity. And you've hit that. So you can't take more damage than (laughs) 20d6. Thanks, (laughs) Now, you did also, right before you hit the ground, cast web. That is going to have an effect, but I'm not going to tell you what that effect is until it comes into play. All right. So I've got 20d6 here. 20 physical d6 to decide your fate. Now obviously it needs to do double your amount of- so it has to do reduce all of your current hit points to zero and do your entire hit points again to actually kill you outright without having any chance of having death saving throws. That is capable on the dice that are here. It does require me to roll pretty high. 20d6, you
1: know, average of more than my hit points.
0: Nah, you'll be fine. So how many
3: hit points do you have currently for
0: this? I have 52 hit points.
1: 52 hit points. Um, the, the spell did not... uh, un- Well, the, the spell did no actual damage to me, but it did strip away the uh, the Morning Lord's Blessing. It stripped the Morning Lord's Blessing, which is 10 points. So you don't have that. And,
3: yes, yeah, so then you didn't get any over-damage because it was just breaking your mm. concentration.
2: Could you just do a quick little ASMR bit while you're holding twenty? B6? Yeah, I'm,
3: I'm <laughs> struggling to hold it in two hands,
2: but...
1: Oh, that's gonna that's gonna come up nice and juicy. Perfection. Okay. So, are you ready? No, I'm
2: ready
3: no. for this. Oh, well, anyway, but do it. Yeah.
4: Go on. don't <laughs> yeah, want to hear this. <laughs> you need a calculator?
3: I might. <laughs> I have calculated. How many how many points did you have? Fifty-two. Fifty-two. All right. If you were to, f- I think that if you had have taken any over damage and you didn't have the Morning Lord's blessing. You'd be in a real rough state by now. I did eighty-three points of damage. Ow! Wee. And what I'm going to do, though, not that it's going to really help too much. This would have come into play if it was really going to overkill you. Is I was going to take two d6 and re-roll a highest. So that, oh, the highest.
1: So that's the highest two d6, and
3: that's the reduction. So you would have taken another six less damage. So 70, uh, seventy-seven points of damage as Carnelian falls to the ground smashes into the web it all stretches and just impacts on the ground uh, i'm gonna say that his body just rolls out of the web uh onto the beach uh leaving an impact mark where it was and it, the web dissipates right away does it or is it a concentration spell or uh
1: web is actually uh, i don't believe web is a concentration spell yeah Yeah, no web is concentration so after I fall unconscious, it'll it'll dissipate
3: so immediately this web springs into existence it's like that cartoon stretch when something hits hits like a rubber wall and Carnelian bursts through the other side and the web um starts to dissipate almost as soon as it as it was cast as the rest of you arrive at the limp body of a little kobold
2: Carnelian and then I'll immediately uh, go to his aid Bend down, um, what's the first thing I'm gonna do? I'm going to, first of all, um, spare the dying. I'm gonna, I wanna stabilize him, make sure that he is, you know, not fully with, with, um, and yet. And then I will cast Cure Wounds at fourth level. Ooh, big cures. Big cures. Definitely not
4: flexing. And Werdon's gonna try and find his, um, instrument. Would it be with you, do you reckon?
1: Um, yeah, he would have had um, all his stuff
4: on him. All right. I'm going to try and find the viol or whatever the instrument is at the moment.
1: Today um, it is, yeah, today is, it? It is a violin. It's <laughs> probably <laughs> smashed up. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah.
3: It's all like... A lot of his gear is like...
1: Yeah, take
2: your pick. It's in splinters.
3: <laughs> well, not this one anymore.
2: Uh, oh, I would... Sorry to interrupt there, but I've got a... i have got I think it's worth it. I've got a funky little feature... Being a grave cleric called Circle of Mortality. I think we've touched on it a while ago, but hmm. I'll just it's bears repeating because it's pretty clutch and well not clutch, but it's pretty cool in this instance. Um you restore maximum possible HP of each dice instead of rolling. So I don't have to roll, I just choose the highest number when healing spells to a creature with zero HP. There you go. Yay. So if I do a level four cure wounds, which is forty-eight. I just, I say, you know what? I'm not going to roll the dice. I'm just going to say all they're all eights.
3: Yep. You can say they're all ones if you
2: wanted to. So thirty-two plus your wisdom. Yeah, no. Which is three. So thirty-five points of healing. Big chunk of healing all at once. That is huge. (laughs) So if you saw me doing it, uh, Horatio doing it, it would be like him, like probably drawing on as much divine power as he's ever done to heal someone else like he's done to recently he's just been banishing people with that (laughs) with that level of like divine influence you know but but he's like channeled it into healing and so it'd be like it would be very very bright it would probably be more than just a dim grey glow it would be very bright grey it'd almost be like one of those scenes where it's like someone's body's just like glowing and to the point where you can barely look at it all this light's like sort of radiating off it um yeah, and yeah, 35 points of healing. That's what it looks like, in case you're wondering.
0: I think with um, Horatio taking care of that and Svetna not really mm-hmm. like knowing what to do with her head, she'll cast um, one at a time, just in the moment that that takes Sanctuary on everyone, okay. uh, just at the first level that it is. Um, it'll only last a minute, but it'll make sure like anything else coming from range mm. would have we would have protection from that for just a bit. Okay, so how
3: does sa- sorry sanctuary? How does yeah,
0: that? I so don't think we've seen it cast before. No, uh, but you water creature within range against attack. So until the spell ends, any creature who targets the watered creature with an attack or a harmful spell must make a Wisdom saving throw. And if they fail the save, they have to choose a new target or lose the spell. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll just cast like a a Silvery aura over everyone at like different times, um, and just like not really know what she has to do with her hands and just like watch, <laughs> she <to> do <laughs> watch Horatio do, do his magic.
2: Quit vibe Chef, for Horatio. Sorry, I had to jump in, but um, as Svet is casting that, do I notice the energy? Like, do um, I recognize the energy? I would, I'm
3: I would say, though, like, I understand what you're saying, I understand what you're putting down, yeah, it's on, on the table right now, yeah. but I think that, uh, being in such a serious situation yeah. with Carnelian being <clears throat> on the brink of death, I honestly think that you may uh, just not have the,
2: yeah, you're probably the time focus them. on that. I'm focusing pretty hard, like doing my biggest my biggest heal ever on him, so...
0: <laughs> if anything, well, Svet is more concentrated on you while she's doing this than yeah, anything. So. Okay. That's the
3: only thing. And look, I would normally give it to you, but I think in this circumstance, it's yes. your training would also take over.
2: Yeah, mm. you're absolutely right. Mm.
3: So chameleon uh, the shock of you I mean you felt the impact that that all that pain all of a sudden I mean it was just that moment of, of pain and you were out and then you feel that divine energy course through you and the bones just knit back into place the flesh covering and scarring over as if you'd be, you know healed naturally over a long period of time you know your heart that had almost stopped you feel the blood just suddenly surge through your veins again And your eyes open, and you can. The first thing you see is the face of uh, Horatio, framed with this green and blue and purple aurora stretching across the
1: sky as you look up at him. So, yeah, Canyon wakes up with and just bolts up, looks around, recognizes (sighs) you're okay. I, I, once again I think I have you to thank for that. Um
2: well all th- to thank really, but um I you fell from incredible height.
1: Hmm. Well, I did see which direction she came from, and she was indeed riding a rock that is the largest bird I've ever seen. And she caused a an ice storm like very centralized around me. It knocked me out of my knocked me out of my spell, but yeah, she does leave earlier than than midnight. It does take her time to get from her island to where wherever she needs to cast the aurora from.
4: So she saw you
1: somehow, but she did see.
4: What do you she, think that means for us? Uh, she
1: might assume that I'm dead.
4: Hmm. Well, uh. Like, this might be a bit dead, and he holds out like the splintered remains of <laughs> your violin. You might have to find something else to finish your song, uh, uh, Carnelian.
0: Oh, uh, uh, oh no! Give, give me that. It's okay. I'll take it from you, and like take a minute to cast mending on it.
4: Uh, oh, oh. Her skills with wood are unparalleled.
0: I don't even need any tools. No,
1: <laughs> incredible. Carnelian hmm. is, is like like speechless both from the, the seeing his instrument destroyed, but then also seeing it being, being repaired. He's just unbelievably like ble- grateful.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> just like Carnelian's body, just the 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 wood, like where the the head of the instrument, they all sort of like start creaking back together and knitting themselves back into a finished product.
1: Oh, I don't. You go. Thank you. I have no idea what I'd do without this.
0: Yeah, I don't know what you would either. You need that for spells, right?
1: Correct. I, this is how I channel my magic.
0: Mm. Well, yeah, you definitely need that for tomorrow.
1: He'll, um, he'll like take the take the violin and like pull the the bar out of like
4: um... his leg. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> so
1: we've got the um, the 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 quiver.
4: Uh, yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: It can. it doesn't have to store arrows. It can no. just store things. So, you just pull the quiver out of uh, pull the bow out of that and like test the strings and I'm going to start like changing the <laughs> pegs and like oh, no, 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 It's all it's out of tune now. It absolutely is going to be out of tune after that fall. i going to all night with this.
3: I like how you've just turned the uh, magical, uh, you know, projectile storing quiver into the ultimate pelican road case. <laughs> Look,
1: anything that can fit in it, Carnelian's going to start putting into it.
3: <laughs> start it in.
1: I mean, he also has crossbow bolts that he can that he can store in there as yeah, well. that's there? true. That's true.
0: he uh, still firewood in there. Mm, yeah, that's TV, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
4: Can I get a quick time check? What time did we say it was? So it's, it's like just late past afternoon.
3: midnight now.
4: Oh shit! Okay. Because <laughs> the Aurora. Oh, the of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. My bad.
3: So yeah, so it's late at night. You guys are probably pretty you know, exhausted from the day, but you wanted to oh. stay up to do this kind of I'll scouting.
1: Take, mm. I'll take the first watch. I need to
0: are you sure I, I
4: <laughs> you can't go to sleep I can't go to sleep, sleep dying <laughs> <laughs> I can't go to sleep with,
1: the, via, with the, the, the the tune like this it needs to this this needs to get sorted out first
0: that's f- do you need anyone to stay no 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 no, 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 no.
1: I, I've got this
0: okay
2: if it's alright with you all I might take the, I might go to sleep I'm pretty spent after doing that me too I took a big chunk of Kelimfor with me
3: <laughs> 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 pieces of Kelimfor that you give to people there you
2: go I've only got one box and I've ticked it so you know I mean so the (laughs) same all right so
3: that means though okay so the first to watch would be Carnelian who would take second watch
0: Um, I can take it
4: okay I'm gonna say as well after after Carnelian's experience um and Woden's reflection in the last episode of like how things are getting close to the the end he thinks um He's just going to stay up for probably half an hour and make sure Carnelian's, like, actually okay and just sort of, you know, be laying down like he's going to bed but just sort of keeping an eye on him make sure he's, like... He is only taking the watch just to retune and he's not, like, sort of dealing with anything heavier.
1: Uh, Carnelian is in shock but this, like, maintenance of his instrument is, like... Soothing is soothing. It is a good way to. He would be a lot worse if he, if, <laughs> if Sveta didn't have mending available. Yeah, true.
4: <laughs> Essentially. All right, and then Worden's going to go off to sleep after that.
3: So, Carnelian sits down. Uh, I assume you still have like a fire going. Uh, maybe beside the fire, everyone is laying around. You've got the old tent that you pilfered, well, not pilfered, you took with you and mended. So, I don't know if, if all of you are in the tent or if all of you are laying out and about. A carnelian, you know, you hear just the every so often the picking strums of someone, you know, tuning an instrument um, and, and making sure it just sounds pitch perfect. Carnelian's watch passes, um, and all you really hear are the lapping sounds of frosted waves against the shore. In a couple hours, you go to wake um, Sveta. Yep. And Sveta begins her watch. Time passes. Sveta then goes to wake Woden. Or, yeah, who's last, actually? Woden or Ratio?
2: Probably. I'll probably go last, if that's all right. Yep. No worries. It's pretty
3: tired. Woden wakes up. You've only had a few hours sleep, really, because you were staying up to, to listen out for...
4: Only for like half an hour it was, yeah. Yeah,
3: but it was already late by the time you guys went to bed. Yeah, true. So, I mean, that, that exhaustion must also be playing on you guys, even though you're not in the same spot where you were, where you're pushing yourself for days on end. Um, it's still exhausting. As your watch begins, are you doing anything during your watch?
4: Um, I guess just sitting by the fire, keeping warm. Keeping warm. Brushing his hair slowly.
3: (laughs) Did he borrow that from Valene?
4: Yeah. Took it from Valene's things because it's a nice brush. Yeah. I'm assuming.
3: She has nice things.
4: He's eyeing off the mascara again like... Someday I'll be brave enough.
3: (laughs) I thought you were wearing the mascara.
4: No, I didn't end up putting any on.
3: Oh, okay. You're brushing your hair. Like the beautiful Disney princess that you are. (laughs) Thank you. And you're just looking out... Into the ocean, and what you see is like it's starting to, to get to the, the early morning. It's there's not light yet, but there's sort of enough playing from the, the ending tendrils of the aurora. And um, I think we, we established it was like a gibbous waxing or waning gibbous moon
2: waning gibbous, waning
3: gibbous, I think it was that you do see at least a little bit out into the ocean. And in the darkness... You think you see some shapes... Like something breaches the surface... Ever so briefly... And then when you try and focus on it... It just disappears back under the water... That happens for... Maybe about... Only ten minutes... But then... It doesn't resurface again...
4: When's going to readjust... So He's got his back to the fire... And his front to the... Water... So he can like to the fires, not sort of obscuring his vision so he can see a bit better and he's just gonna like laser focused on the water now
3: the rest of your watch nothing else breaches the surface that you're not expecting but it was certainly something out there in the water seemed to be playing around in the
4: cove for a short period of time did it sound like multiple things or one big thing or
3: you couldn't I mean it looked like one big thing like one big shape at the end of that you then go and wake Horatio for the final
1: couple hours and watch.
4: Horatio, hmm, Brace, Bracegallavogue. Mm. Yes, Praise Um, <laughs> there might be something in the ocean. Just keep your eye on it. Okay. It hasn't. I haven't. It hasn't moved in a little while now. But it might. I don't know. It might still be there. Just keep an eye out.
2: All right, we'll do that. I'll, actually, I'll just yeah, back to the fire, looking out over the water. Actually, which before you go to sleep, which part? Uh, <laughs> this,
4: over there, when I point to where I heard. <laughs> I see.
3: In, in the cove, basically.
4: Okay.
3: Woden goes to sleep. Horatio, you spend the last couple of hours keeping an eye out where Woden uh, was speaking to, but you don't see anything. And eventually, the perpetual dawn light spills out over the island you are, where you are. And it's morning.
4: Any, uh, was there anything in the water? Did you see anything? No, I, was,
2: I spent my watch checking and waiting, but nothing. I didn't see a thing. I
4: wonder if maybe, uh, Angajuk was checking in on us, seeing if we're ready. Hopefully, maybe we can ask him. I'm sure his
2: knowledge of these waters is far exceeds our own.
4: Hopefully, Svet has still got some fish. on. Pretty hungry after last night. I
2: believe she caught fourteen, so I
4: imagine
2: she's <laughs> still got one or
4: two. She did catch a lot. Stratter, are you awake?
0: Well, are you awake before me?
4: <laughs> <laughs> She'll wake up. I was seeing if you had fish. Eo? Cool. Yo. Alright, you can go, go back to sleep if you want. No. I'm gonna go do some yoga.
0: I'm awake now. Beautiful
4: beach. I'd be, be a fool to miss this opportunity.
0: Well, I will put the fish on and watch you. And, and we'll, like, rub some sleep out of our eyes and go <laughs> over to the fire and just, like, slap some fish down on a on some sticks and over the fire.
2: Do one of those big cat stretches and the tail goes dead <laughs> straight and <laughs> my hair goes up.
0: <sighs> She'll do her own version of a downward dog that's, like, really perfect. The downward cat.
2: <laughs> the downward cat. Up- upwards cat. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, the... Like the top part of a um.
0: Become the letter N.
2: What do they call the? Uh, it's like camel and something. You know the one where you arch your back, then you like.
0: Concave and.
2: But you're on your you're on all fours and you arch your back up. Oh, like, cat cows. Cat cows. Yeah. You yeah. like, uh, <laughs> you're like that? Uh, dog cows or what? Oh okay. Cat cows. <laughs> uh, I, I might actually join. Uh, join Boyden.
3: Oh.
2: It's federal we'll watching time. Bit of yoga.
3: The, the, the yoga, Pilates, Tai Chi classes in session.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. But I'm feeling good about things. I think clear of purpose, so he's going to go for it and help clear his mind a bit more.
3: Carnelian, you wake to the smell of cooking fish and the sounds of grunting <laughs> men? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs>
2: how do you How do you hold it so long? I'm, my my legs are killing me. Practice, issue I I assume
1: that the sound of grunting men is a usual element sound this adventuring
3: party <laughs> um, everyone's awake you get breakfast sorted from the abundance of fish that you caught and pretty soon you know you, you, you wake Valene she gets ready as well you pack up your tents you, you, you pack down your campsite and very soon in the cove uh, just before the shore the huge mass of a whale breaches
0: the surface
5: are you ready to go?
0: Yes, we're filled with Omega-3, and we're ready. <laughs> Omega-3
5: is the best of the
2: Omegas. <laughs> I reckon you're a pretty rich in that, hey? And I'll wink at him. <laughs>
5: That's less funny. <laughs> That's, <laughs> less That's funny. hilarious. He <laughs> eats a lot know. of tuna,
2: huh? <laughs> Hey, um hey,
4: Woon, maybe it's worth mentioning what you saw. Maybe Angajov knows something about it. Yeah, uh Angajov, we saw were you checking in on us last night? Were you splashing around out there?
2: I'm
5: never too far from the tourist group.
4: <laughs> oh, good. Uh well did you did you see anything nearby on the in the cove over there or?
3: He turns around so his eye is looking at
5: Carnelians like I saw a brave but foolish kobold fall from the sky. (laughs) Now do you see why I don't like
1: the bird? (laughs) I mean, the bird wasn't the problem, but yes, I understand why people don't like the (laughs) birds.
0: Or is it just birds in general?
5: (laughs)
2: Bird
5: is too big.
2: <laughs> yes, the bird's not far too big. Couldn't what, agree more. What about the shapes in the in the other surface? Did you see anything near the surface? Did you sense anything large? I patrol.
5: Maybe it was me. But I can't see everywhere in these waters. Something could have slipped
4: by. Of course, we just thought we'd check. Mm-hmm. Would you mind checking underwater now? Can you see in there now?
3: And he just sinks below the surface.
0: Great, now our Rad's gone. <laughs> Sorry,
4: I'm sure he'll be back. Can I have another fish?
0: Here you go, just, in her pocket, she'll just like, take one out.
4: Ooh. Brushes some like fluff off of it <laughs> yeah. from your pocket. <laughs> it fine. Pocket fish.
0: Pocket fish. It's lined with leather, so oh. it's fine.
4: Okay. That's better.
0: Good uh, good moves today.
4: Thanks. I was doing a new thing where, um, just to get a little bit of extra vitality out of my p- my positions, I was allowing my toes to dip into the Arctic water. Mm. And it really sent a charge through my body. I feel I feel great today.
0: Reinvigorated?
4: Reinvigorated, yes.
0: Have <laughs> you
1: reheated
4: your toes by the fire? It's yes, they're should, very
2: cold. <laughs> it's funny you should mention that you felt more as a result of putting my toes in the in the water I felt nothing at all my feet went numb it wasn't very good
4: but I still felt quite refreshed that's because you need to work on your breathing your blood flow could improve I I could I could feel it you weren't you were holding your breath when you were doing your more, more advanced positions you need to focus on your breathing and you can work through it okay I'll take you take your word for it. I've always had I'll a show,
2: the I'll show you next time okay <laughs> <laughs> just
3: I'm also imagining you both have frostbite (laughs) on (laughs) your feet. Oh
2: yeah, I forgot to mention I still can't feel my feet. (laughs)
3: Actually, I don't have any toes anymore. Oh shit.
2: Oh yeah, I can't feel my toes. That's because you ain't got (laughs) none.
3: After about 15 minutes or so, um, Ungajook breaches the surface.
5: I couldn't see anything out of the ordinary... But, as we approach the Isle, it is worth
4: being cautious. How far have we got to go?
5: By the end of today, we should
4: arrive. Do you know a good landing spot? We don't want to sort of turn up on the beach right in front of her. We want to...
5: There are not many places to land. The isle is sheer cliffs most of the way around, and there are shipwrecks everywhere around of foolish sailors who have attempted to make land fall. But I know of an ancient Doc, I can take
0: you to Turning a little skinny though. I think I
2: don't even think he's fully awake yet. on <laughs>
0: the skinny is here! Nope, nope, nope,
4: nope. Oh I told you I was a high-level druid! <laughs> oh
5: no. Oh shit! I'm joining you for this part of the adventure! Oh. <laughs> Could you imagine if it's like, well, I'm feeling, I'm feeling sick today, so my brother Angerski will take you the rest of the way. Oh fuck! I'm
0: just gonna put a, like a towel on his like uh, nose so he like, drowns. Oh my <laughs> <Okay, God.
5: laughs> <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Towels to the hole! Um, <laughs> the blowhole! Blowhole! That's the. funny that's thing, the thing is, is, like,
3: where the boat's positioned, it would be right over the blowhole as well. So I don't know how that works. I guess the bubble also covers where the hole is, so he can breathe We're just out. He's breathing
4: little, his breath all day. Yeah, do all do we just get,
1: like, yeah. splashed occasionally? <laughs> it's like, you just hear this, <laughs> and you're like, oh, God, not again.
2: He would drain that bubble of oxygen so quick. I think it's a magic bubble
3: that keeps refreshing, so. Uh, yeah. I mean,
1: it's. Just worry probably, about that. It's probably like that air bubble spell yeah. that they added to. Mm.
3: But like it's it's massive and it's like the the ship on his back is pretty huge, so you're not really. I mean, you're a bit cramped in there because you've got a lot of staff and a lot of people. Mm. But yeah.
2: Um, Angerjoke, just a question. Um, we well.
5: Just, yes.
3: While you're
2: warming up there, I just have a question <laughs> for the party. I mean, won't we um going? We're going to approach as uh as Orielle ascends. Is that the plan? So that we force her hand, like.
1: So we're going to approach while she's up in the air. Is that the idea? Uh, so, I think having having had some time to think last night, I think we should do some reconnaissance initially. But if we are to like actually go and acquire the the book and the uh, f- talisman, the, baub- the, the spell ca- the bauble, the spell cast and focus
4: in the book, something of what. The book, no, Codiceal. The Codiceal
1: of White, yeah, and the... I forget what the other one was. Um, that we should do that, like, as she's leaving, because that way she has to choose between casting the Aurora and confronting us. Exactly. But I think initially when we get there, we should spend some time looking around sneakily, or as sneakily as we can be, yeah. so that way we can have a good idea of where we're going, because she... She doesn't appear to be out for very long either way, mm. so she might just decide to go out, cast the spell, and then immediately come back to us. If she,
4: if she chooses not to come back, we'll want to know where the items are so we can get in and get out quickly.
1: Yeah,
2: that is true. We'll have to be extra stealthy though, because I am almost certain that she'll be aware of our approach. Mm.
1: But I don't feel we have much of a choice. We are sadly not the stealthiest crew, but we will make do. We'll, we'll make the duo done. We can. We can prep some higher level invisibility spells, like a third level invisibility from from each of us to, yeah, maybe, to do a, maybe. And
2: sorry, maybe Valine um, might have some kind of invisibility scroll. Oh. yes, mm. we're ready. Come on.
3: Why is it? Why is it so early? Uh let me just check my wizard spell book.
1: Do you need it? a frappe? She's probably
4: got something in there. Uh. A frappe would be fantastic, actually, can't really? <laughs> you? Lactose free or you're good?
3: Oh no, I I think full full uh full lactose, please.
2: You sure we're going to be in the bubble for a while? <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's your problem, not mine. <laughs> um, on my spell list, it doesn't appear that I have an invisibility spell. Unfortunately,
1: uh, she's a necromancer, not an illusionist, she can, she gets a pass.
4: So surprised that Valene's not contributing again. <laughs> It's I me mean. <laughs> so said that quietly.
1: Time. Well,
2: I guess we'll uh, set out. It'll still take up most of the day to get there, right?
5: Mm, yes.
2: Yeah, this rate, will take probably until tomorrow.
3: <laughs> so, uh, you've all bored job.
4: Yes? We have a long s- rest there, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can
3: mark a yeah. long rest. Okay, okay, cool. Oh,
5: but I would say that.
3: Continuing to have more watches like that—if you have too many in a row—you might start suffering exhaustion levels because you're not getting quite as much sleep as you probably should because you're up late with the high quality quality sleep. So, I'm gonna not have an effect at this stage. But yeah, if you keep doing stuff like that,
1: that's gonna happen. I don't want to make a habit out of last (laughs) night. (laughs) Feet up
3: casting your highest level spell being hundreds of feet in the air and then not having a recourse
1: if you get Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. My biggest draw I I was debating at the start of the game to take if if I should take Feather featherfall. Fall. Yeah. Because, you know, more limited than a wizard in my spell choices and I was just like oh, will you It's Icewind Dale. How much falling am I going to do? Turns out <laughs> So much. <laughs> t-
3: turns out there's giant rocks. There were griffins somewhere in Icewind Dale you could have fallen off. Uh, there are cl- there are big tall mountains and there is an alien spaceship. You probably could have fallen out of. There at was some also point. a
1: hole that went all the way down oh,
3: yeah. to the, <laughs> the underdark. Yeah, there's there's definitely a falling danger. I think.
4: Yeah, I nearly fell off into a ravine at that little. Oh yeah, there. the
1: black pavan as well. <laughs> What's
4: his name? Hut. Macretus is yeah. yeah, a part. Yeah. yeah, a
1: part of the hut fell off into the <laughs> into the cliff.
4: That so is true. We,
1: look, I, it wouldn't have been useless. But like, I feel like the the four times tops maybe not know. justify the the permanent spell that I would have had to learn. I, I would
3: have to say at least twice there was a very real chance of perma death in in those situations. So I, I mean, can,
1: well, the trap that the the set, yeah, the the creaky place at Macritus is which yeah, and then just this now. just
3: now, yeah, yeah. All right, onward. Oh, so. Once again, you're all boarded onto Anchorjock, and he backs out of the cove. Beep,
2: beep, beep. <laughs> well, I've got, well, I've got two questions, but please carry on. <laughs>
3: is it for Anchorjock or? Yeah, he starts sinking into the to the to the waves. Like
5: you had some questions for me.
2: Yes, first question: Why do you have a beeper? And the second question: <laughs> Why are you using it when it's like an empty ocean? <laughs> the ocean is not as empty as you
5: think I've hit plenty of narwhals in my time and let me tell you they're a pain
4: in the ass <laughs> road, rules, or road, rules? road, road rules. rules
1: how many people are on the road yeah.
2: Look, two or three is... times is reverse
4: <laughs> on, the, on the ocean once I
2: your am.
1: vehicle is a certain
3: size you must have a beeper when you're reversing <laughs> yeah
2: I'm surprised the, the, I think you're long uh, what do you what are they call the oversized uh, Seinfeld off the bat?
5: Are you calling me fat?
2: No, you're just very large. <laughs> Isn't that the same thing? Oh, and is no, whales are
1: like 95 percent body fat. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so you are. Um,
0: It'd be complimentary then, right? I'm very warm.
3: Um, <laughs> okay, so. Angerjuk sinks below the waves. Do you have any other questions for Angerjuk? As this, like, because he's just going to start taking you underwater. Unlike the previous days, he doesn't seem to be taking you to any specific
0: locations. Does he know to take us to where we want to go? He said he had. He knew
1: like a, a little yeah. hidden cone. Well, ancient dock. Ancient how dock, yeah. how
0: long will it take?
5: Uh, will take us to this
1: afternoon.
4: Mm. Ungajook, um, What's the approach like for the dock? Like, once we get to this ancient dock you speak of, what are we expecting? Are we at, are we in for a climb? Is there a t- secret tunnel or something?
5: We'll always be ready for a climb at the Island of Solstice. It is mostly snow and ice. sheer cliffs and ice stairs.
2: I'm glad and we and bought that
5: snorkeling equipment. <laughs> sorry, was that,
2: Tim? I said, I'm sorry, I said <laughs> Angajook's cooked today. <laughs> oh
5: I can't remember
2: the voice
5: I've been doing. Was... I was on the beers last night.
1: I'm pretty sure it was <laughs> always just, like, uh, Finding Nemo, like, Dory Whale voice-based, so... I
5: really hung over today. <laughs> <laughs> so I think of Sven the novel in there,
2: I think. Sven the narwhal.
5: There, <laughs> Sven the
3: narwhal. Mm-hmm. So, he starts taking you under the waves, and every so often, um, you breach the surface. He doesn't really need to, as we've established with the air bubble, really breach the surface himself, but he seems to be breaching mostly so he can sort of take a, in a couple landmarks around as well and um, and sort of you know you just see him sort of breach for a little bit he doesn't seem to be breathing hard or anything he's just sort of looking around and then he ducks back under the waves as the day progresses though you find that every time you breach which is not often but every time you breach there is more of that fog in the air you, know, you felt little wisps of it in the cove where you were but it gets denser and denser the later you get through the day until the last time that you breach the fog is pretty much complete
5: we are getting close
4: now I'd advise caution what do you mean by that? like we need to be quiet?
5: Uh, I'm not a quiet thing but keep your eyes... peeled.
4: <laughs> I will... Do that.
2: No. <laughs> have, have you got your uh, Drift Globe? Oh yes of course, thanks, I definitely do.
3: It is really difficult, any light that you make, whether it's through the Drift Globe, whether it's through torches, whether it's through a light spell, does only have a limited penetration through the very thick fog that's obscuring everything around you. That drift was a really good find in that smoking <laughs> ship. ungajuk dives back under the surface from the thick fog, and you can see now he doesn't he's not moving nearly as quick as he was before. And after, you know, 10 15 minutes or so, you start seeing um, that he is very slowly and cautiously peeking his way. Uh, near the bottom of the seafloor. Your drift globe is sort of illuminating a little bit and You can see he makes sharp turns all of a sudden as things loom out of the out of the uh, the dark depths um, There are many different rocks and like sort of reefs that are unexpected uh, and they sort of pop up at sharp angles if you didn't know where you were going in a ship it's very likely you would uh, be gashing a huge hole in your hull. Eventually, Angajook breaches the surface once more. And what you find is a little bit unexpected. The fog that was hanging thick in the air has cleared. Before you, you can see the sheer cliffs of what looks like... Have you ever seen the um, like photos of the Arctic where they've got... Those just sheer ice walls as Mm. like things break off. It's like mm, that. Like a shelf, ice shelf. It's like yeah, yeah, exactly. It's an ice shelf. And you can just sort of see this extending out to you know uh, um, to both sides of you of these this kind of shape that juts out into the sea. And anyone that looks behind you, what you see is also strange. You can see a wall of fog that just starts at a certain point and must move outwards from there. Almost like the island is being kept artificially clear itself.
0: Like an eye of a hurricane zone.
3: Yeah, that's not a bad description. Although there's no gale force winds, it is almost like a clear eye. And you would guess that if you had to come by boat, unless you had a captain that knew exactly what they were doing in this area, like the back of their hand, there is a good chance you would have wrecked on either the sunken rocks um, or the exposed rocks just from the fog. In fact, as you look out to your, um, to the left of you, so, west, you can see two broken boats that look like they are beached on some exposed rock.
5: Ooh, this is why I advise caution. There are many dangers approaching the island of solstice, but here... I can take you ashore.
4: Is there... um, So from from where the boats are, how far out from the actual shoreline are there? And is the shoreline sort of frozen and icy, or is it still in water?
3: The boats that you can see are beached on rocks that are maybe about 200 feet from a sheer ice shelf cliff wall. And then... It kind of curves to make almost like a little cove itself, but it's not a cove that's a beach, it's a sheer ice wall again um, all the way around. It's like it's sort of this big carved out shelf and then the rocks that they're on are hundreds of feet from the furthest point. But to land, there's about 200 feet either side. Angajuk seems to be steering away from that and moving more to the north, uh, northeast.
4: I wonder if it's worth checking out those boats to see if there's anything on there, or... Maybe they could service our base of operations, perhaps, while we're here. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, it depends
2: how bad it wrecked if we can even stand on it. It might just be bits of wood just crashed over a rock. But maybe it's worth a quick look at some time.
5: I can take you either to the dock or some shipwrecks. It's up to you.
1: we probably do have the time. What are we expecting to find on one of the shipwrecks?
4: I don't know. Maybe they had, like, adventuring gear. Maybe they have equipment that we could use, or...
0: Mm, they would have come here for the sole purpose of this...
4: Exploring, yeah. ...place,
0: so maybe they left something there.
2: Exactly, and regardless, it might help us burn a little bit of time, because we, we probably don't need this much time to scout, right? I mean, we only want maybe a couple of hours to do our scouting, so... Any extra time that we have here is more time that we need to remain hidden. We don't know how big the place is. We don't, but I still feel we have a quick look at the Right.
1: Well, yeah. It's not like we can take a quick. It's not like we can scout and then take a quick look. So we might as well take the lookport first, and then.
4: Maybe I'll just zip over there quickly and see if the see if it's worth investigating.
5: I will take you past where the tend to drop you off on land is, and then you can decide where you wish to go, as I will be leaving you here, so if you decide to go on a shipwreck, you'll need to make your way to the dock.
1: Will you come back tomorrow morning to pick
5: us up, or? I can check in every day at this time. To see if you're ready to
2: leave. That'd be Thank good you
1: very much.
2: much. Okay. We're forever in your dead anger, joke.
1: You're welcome. I'll make sure the story includes you in a very favourable light. Very kind of you,
5: little wizard. To... Here, <laughs> let me show you the dock. And he starts moving further forward to the north
3: and you see the following the fog through which you've been travelling thins enough to see 50 foot high cliffs of solid ice ahead jutting out from the water off the coast are bare weather beaten masts of sunken ships ahead you can make out what appears to be a partially shattered dock carved out of ice as you get closer it becomes obvious that the dock was made for
0: giants it's a big dock
5: Huge. I suppose it's big for you. I always thought it was the size a dock should be.
0: Have you seen a lot of giants come through here?
5: Uh, not for some time. Giants once made this place their home. But not anymore.
0: Oh my goodness, this castle's going to be enormous.
4: Oh boy, yeah, yeah. good point. Yeah, if, it's, yeah. if it was giant made. How do well,
0: we open the doors? Uh, maybe
4: With these coin? guys? Oh, it's of course. biceps. <laughs> <laughs> bring some rope <bring laughs> and pittons
2: and we'll make it work. <laughs> well, thank you, Lopijook, thanks again.
5: Do you wish to be dropped off at the dock or at one of the racks?
4: stuck at the wrecks, we might be a
2: little
4: screwed. Perhaps just take me to the wrecks and I can get, I can find my own way back to the dock.
0: Alright, you can fly.
4: Yes, I can.
3: Okay. Docks first or
1: wreck
4: first, is what I would ask. I guess maybe drop these. Oh, I don't know. What do you reckon?
1: Uh, if you're going to go scout, then I'd say take us to the docks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll
4: so drop me off first and then to you guys to the docks and then he can leave and I'll get my way back because if if yep. I cast the fly spell I've got 10 minutes
2: mm. yeah, okay,
4: and if I fly there explore yep. Yep. that might be like I yeah. might need to use a second to get yep. back yep. even yep. though it's a short rest like yep. I don't want to yeah, don't want to risk the slot
0: yep oh actually before we leave you let me just cast water breathing <laughs> <laughs> Just Jesus. in case you <laughs> sleep. Oh how
4: much is um sanctuary for?
0: Uh, that's only for a minute.
4: Oh okay. Yeah.
3: But the water breathing you can pass it on for basically everyone here.
0: Yeah, um, as a ritual and a last for a day. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's so, um, such
1: a nice like right? ritual lasts all day. Yeah.
0: Why can't we get more spells like that? They
1: because
3: should
0: it's be. The, it's one of the few things that druids can get and they don't have to concentrate on it.
3: I love spells like that, especially yeah. as they get higher level, it's like not going to be a combat spell, it's like a utility spell, but you don't want to be like, oh I have a spell slot for this. Mm. It's great.
0: Do you want, uh, so I can do this for you, just in case you fall into the water, which I hope not, do you want me to also cast water walking on you, or do you think you would be fine? Uh, I think I'll be fine.
4: Okay. Wait, how many, how many spell slots have you just used? Well these
0: will be rituals.
4: Oh okay, easy, yeah.
0: Um, so I can do both. Because water walking will last an hour.
4: Actually, yeah. Well, I guess in case I have to use my other, s- the rest of my magic for the day, I can, or for the, for the period, I can walk back.
3: And, and as we've learned, mm-hmm. make sure you're very careful about flying with concentration spells.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, be willing.
3: Be
2: willing. <laughs> be willing.
3: <laughs> I, I love how that's your catchphrase now. Please be willing.
0: Well, it's just a. For willing creatures and she just gets nervous over some spells stop <laughs> resisting so I'll cast both water breathing and water walking uh, in their own respective ritual time frames I'll just cast one on everyone um, May as well and politely asking everyone to be willing for both because it requires willing creatures
2: I accept that, uh, thank let you. me have it we'll i take some of that water walking as well <laughs> oh,
0: of course Meline. Oh, thank you um, and it'll just be, like, just auras of, like, blue water around everyone. Oh. For both. Like, a nice chill.
2: Ooh. Despite me not being able to feel my toes, this is still pleasantly cool.
0: <laughs> do you want me to cast bonfire in your toes to defuse uh,
2: them? Oh, no, I've seen that in action. I think we're okay with that. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I'll live.
0: Are we off of, uh... So, I'm gonna
3: say that you do this on, as you approach the dock, yeah. and then, um... The all of those who are gonna step off on of the dock, which is everyone except for Woden, steps off of Angadrick as he sort of sidles up to this giant dock and basically like the the his the head where the boat is just lines up to the dock and you can just step right out onto it.
0: I'm gonna give him one last hug. Oh,
5: that's so nice.
0: <laughs> Thank you. You
5: so kind, little druid. You yeah. are
0: so kind as well.
5: I have only one bit of advice for you, if you wish for it. Sure, I'm all ears. look after your heart. It is something very important to living things. Make sure your heart does not go cold as the winter, lest
0: you Turn
5: into something like a real.
0: For you, I will try my best.
5: That's the only thing you can ask of anyone. Good luck, everyone.
2: Thank you, Mujuk, and Thank and farewell. I'll see you guys back here soon. Good yeah, back. take care, one. If you need anything, um, shout real loud.
0: Shout real loud. <laughs> well, this, oh yeah, you should be too far tha- away from your slug.
4: Do you have thaumaturgy? <laughs> I
0: do have thaumaturgy. Oh do you? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> it's
4: not a very long way though. Huh? 200 feet's not a very long way. Mm. But it's outside of the telepathy range? Yeah, Yeah, I mean if
1: you shout. Yeah.
5: yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You, you can hear a shouting person 200 hey. feet away. Especially across water. Mm. Yeah. In the cold as well. Mm.
3: Especially when Angajoke backs up
2: from the dock.
0: Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Beep so much for stealth. Oh, literally
2: what I was gonna say. What was that, Mr.? We're both gonna say so much for stealth.
5: (laughs) 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 I'm not stealthy, beep beep. Okay, so
3: (laughs) what are you talking about? That's normal
1: whale sound. He resumes
2: making the beep (laughs)
3: himself. (laughs) He doesn't sink back into the water, but he does turn around in a long arc heading for the shipwreck and it takes a couple minutes again you can see that he's not moving particularly quickly and every so often he does stop and seem to take a wide uh, arc around something that you can't see the only thing you can really assume based on your experience is it's more underwater hazards that might be coming up a lot shallower than you are actually expecting but eventually Woden you are delivered to the dock
4: um okay so before I step off Angajook, does it, like Horatio was saying, does it look like these docks are going to, or these shipwrecks are going to sort of support my weight, or does it look like there could be possibly anything here?
3: I have to roll D D8. Okay. Okay. So, you arrive at the shipwreck, and it looks to you... As, you know, as you're approaching, you can see at the hull of the ship is beached on some very shallow rocks. Like, you can just see the edges of the rocks that have, um, you know, caught the hull of the boat. It looks to be largely intact, though. Like, someone's just beached it and been unable to really move it. And the damage to the top deck as you arrive seems relatively, like, superficial. Most of it is age. You come from Luskin, right? Mm-hmm you're not really a sailor, you're not really a sailor per se, but you're very used to seeing, you know, boats going in and out of the, ha- like, the Luskin Harbour. And you think that, like, if just taking a quick look around, like, there's holes in the sail, like, you know, the, the sail's been, like, basically torn away, but you'd think that if you could get something rigged up, you could probably salvage this boat, if you could somehow get it off the rocks. It's otherwise largely intact.
4: Well, um thank you again for, for being our ferryman. Um, much appreciated, and... just saying this in case we don't... we don't see you tomorrow. Um... Do you have any final tips for me? Sveta got the heart thing. Do I get anything?
5: Ooh, I would say to you this. Darkness is useful. Sometimes we cloak ourselves in it to hide... The things that we wish to not see and help us progress through our day-to-day lives. But don't rely on it. Shed that cloak, for if you let the darkness consume your heart, it will be poisoned.
4: Shit, that was a deep, man. Cool. <laughs>
5: I've been told I can be quite deep.
4: All right, well, um, thanks again. <laughs> and he yes. like taps, he taps his um, snowshoes just to make sure, like just to double check in his own, or to, to, I guess, enforce in his mind that he's got his snowshoes on, takes a few deep breaths and leaps from Angajuk onto the deck.
3: You leap to the deck and land. It's pretty straight, so I don't think you'll need to do any kind of acrobatics or, or athletics role. It's a pretty pretty easy jump. And you turn around and you can see Angajook and he goes, Be careful, and good luck." As he starts to sink away from the ship.
4: And he turns around and has a look around. Is that... Are there bodies? Does it look like the ship was abandoned or they took their stuff with them? What are we looking
3: at? Where you are right now, you can see uh, an intact deck of a ship. Um, You know, you can see what looks to be errant rigging and and, um, seafaring equipment. But there doesn't appear to be any bodies or skeletons. Maybe the crew that beached themselves on this rock tried to make their way landfall. You know the dock is not too far from here. Perhaps um, one of the uh, they were able to deploy a you know a longship or something like that. You don't see any additional boats, for example. So it's entirely possible maybe they got out. But also just as much maybe they didn't. You can't really say from here because all you can really see is just a cleaner than you would expect, but you know, a bit haphazard uh, deck. That rises in the front uh, to the prow, And at the aft of the ship, you can see what looks to be a wheel that has had a couple of of the notches taken out from the, you know, the spokes? Yeah, yeah. A couple of them are just, like, sort of worn down or broken off. Uh, Otherwise, it seems to be intact.
4: Okay. He's going to um, summon his spear and sort of use it as a walking post a walking stick in case any of the floor is slippery and he'll proceed to head down to the deck or the whatever downstairs
3: so what happens is you head to are you there's there's a couple different ways you could head downstairs there is a sort of little in the deck of a ship in the middle there's Sometimes there's an opening where you can sort of take cargo in and out directly from the hull, and that's covered over with some sort of, like, wooden grate um, that disappears into the darkness below. At the fore of the ship where the prow is, there's two entrances that leads that looks like they might lead into the ship and then head down, and then in the after the ship there's also two entrances as well, uh, next to some stairs.
4: Okay. Uh, I'm going to walk over to that grate thing. Mm-hmm. And is there anything around I can cast light on and throw into the hole?
3: Um, yeah, I would say that it's pretty... Like, as I said, there's a bit of a happening. Even,
4: like, a piece of ice or something.
3: Yeah, there's definitely something that you would be able to do that.
4: Alright, I will.
3: You cast light on a little, like... I'm going to say, like, a pulley that's come loose, right? And you drop it in through the grate. And as you drop it, the light drops very quickly... And then, you know, very, very... In very short order, maybe only, like, a foot from the edge of the grate completely disappears.
4: Very suspicious. Hmm. Like, did it seem like magical darkness?
3: Maybe. Do you want to make an arcana check?
4: Yes. Oh, nat 20, baby! Hell yeah! For a 23
3: some sort of darkness spell could counter light. Sufficient levels of, like, when you're looking at um, darkness and light countering each other, the higher level spell will always counter out the other one. So, potentially, you've got some sort of darkness spell at work here, or some sort of darkness effect. But it certainly seems magical.
4: Mm. Should I
2: go down there? I don't know. Yeah, do give the, give the
4: listeners what they want. All right. I'll head over to the. Did you say there's a stairway down?
3: So there's two on both sides of the ship. There's two stairways that lead either to the prow or to the aft of the ship, and there are two like there's two doors on just next to those stairways. You would assume they might lead into the decks below. All
4: right. So I've dug.
3: <laughs> <The> question mark.
4: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah, I do. have devil eyes. Uh, so I'm gonna. Spear at the ready, shield out. I'll proceed downstairs.
3: So you open the door, I'd imagine, first? Yeah. Is that in the aft or the fore of the ship?
4: Oh, no, never mind. Uh, The aft.
3: Okay, so you head to the aft of the ship and you open one of the doors. The first thing you can see immediately is almost like a wall of darkness in front of you. You can't see past that wall. I believe, um, if I remember correctly, a certain spell that this does draw from, and I will double-check, even if you have Dark Vision, uh, that won't help you in this particular case of Magical Darkness. Creature with Dark Vision can't see through this darkness.
4: Okay. Um, Woden is going to sort of, like... I guess poke the tip of his spear just into the darkness and make sure it's not like a solid wall or anything. Just to double check that.
3: The spear dips into the darkness in front of you and its head Um, disappears.
4: Okay. Alright, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And he looks where he's assuming the floor is through the darkness about ten feet in front of him and he will bring his spear hand and his shield hand together um, and a blinding white light will appear inside the room which is the daylight spell
5: Ooh, cool.
4: at 4th level because that's all I got baby Whoa. Nice.
2: oh yeah because you're your warlock things so everything's
4: maxed nope it's 3rd level my bad
2: yeah because it's I not tied it to works. Your,
3: uh, warlock it's the innate ability of the yep. celestial bloodline I think
4: Yep. yep. sorry so yeah 3rd level
3: You step into the darkness, and the first thing that happens... No, I
4: didn't say that. Oh, sorry, I thought you did. (laughs) No, no. I'm staying outside, but I want to cast it into the darkness. Okay. read my description.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sucker! You step forward and begin to cast your spell. And from the opening, that dark portal, you hear some things. No, 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 and you cast your spell and bright light floods the area right in front of you so bright it burns away the darkness and as it does so you hear this loud screech this
5: <laughs>
3: many voices crying out as your ears are almost deafened by the ear piercing screech and it says
5: Find out next week on (laughs) Reflexive.
2: Oh,
4: I've done it now. What a funny thing to say.
5: (laughs) What does he mean?
3: They do that, they just have recorded someone doing like a couple of variations of a sound. Yeah, and Grant like
1: Kirkhope just recorded himself so, like any, any voice in Banjo Kazooie 1 and 2 is Grant Kirkhope's voice yeah. that he's just fucked with.
3: Yeah, and he's just going like eh, wah, ah, and then just cut them together really short. So I was like, eh, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, <laughs> there
2: you go, the full creative process. Yeah, that was good.
1: Hey, everybody, my name is Jeff and I run the Big Campaign Stories podcast. Our story focuses on four people working at a repo company, trying to keep afloat among a corporate dystopia and crushing debt. The world is one that we have been playing in and working on for a long time. The current homebrew setting is played with Pathfinder 1st Edition rules, but with more of a modern feel to it. Think something like Blade Runner or Snow Crash, but with magic. Uh, We try to release every Thursday, and when we cannot, we come up with small side episodes focusing on each character to help expand the world and lore. So, if you like greasy breakfasts, people trying to pay bills, and the occasional Lovecraftian monster, give us a listen. Alright, thanks!